Trevor Ben's shite-sized chunks. Ben, would you say that you're entrepreneurial at all? I try to be. What would you do to make money? What would be your main thing? If you had, if you could do anything in the world, what would you do? Does it have to be legal? Let's say for this, no. Okay. Um, drugs would be good. <laughs> drugs? Yeah. Okay. Just so you would just deal, what, like uh, Walter White in Breaking Bad, that sort of thing? I don't know if I'd be able to put crystal meth together, but, you know, you could probably do some cannabis in the, in the shed. <laughs> Get a bit okay. of a racket going. All right. Um, let's take it out of the gutter, then. And, uh, <laughs> let, let's say that it was... Uh, I like the gutter. <laughs> let's say you had to do things legally. Okay. What would you do? Um... I don't know. I was thinking about some new ventures. I thought there's a lot of money. I tend to think of names and work backwards. Okay. So I got Farty Pants. Farty Pants. Instead of Smarty Pants, you see. And what do they do? Uh, They're revolutionary new airtight pants that you can fart into and then there is no odour. That sounds like... I think they might exist or there's certainly underwear that I think you can buy that will hold any you know, unseemly smells in. Really? I think you can buy anti-smell pants. I've been beaten to the punch. I think you have. Okay, yeah. well, my, my other entrepreneurial idea, which is slightly classier, uh, if, if you can believe that, um, was uh, a restaurant app. Oh. I know, you're th- I know what you're thinking. There are restaurant apps. Yes. But, but it's specifically about the dishes. Okay. Because your restaurant apps just say... So we should just mention yes. that it's storming <laughs> like nobody's business outside. Yeah. And if you hear thunder in the background, uh, we can't stop that. No. As much as I'd love to... There'll be a business idea. If you could stop thunder. <laughs> the anti-thunder noise. Yeah, that'd be it's good. It's one hell of a storm going on out there, Ben. Mm. No, we've got all sorts of uh, filters and knobs we can do, but we can't control the thunder. And it's horrendously loud. And we're at that point where the storm is just about overhead, <laughs> which is the most scariest bit of it, especially when you're sitting around a lot of electrical items. <laughs> Um, the, 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 my app for the restaurants. Oh, yes. Now, when you said dishes, sorry, I thought you meant, like, the plates. No. Um, the Greeks have got that sorted out. No no more washing up. Just, smash, just smash the things. Um, no, this would be... Because uh, I always go into a restaurant, I always find myself ordering the wrong thing. Yeah. Everyone else has got something that looks amazing, and mine's a sea bass or something. Doesn't look very good. <laughs> um, so I would like a, a, an app which recommended certain dishes in restaurants, so I, I always know what the general public think. So I can make a more informed choice can i add something to your app Ooh, i'm trading on my toes as long as there's no split in the money uh, no i don't want any money for oh, this fine. Oh, on, you can have ahead. this can you just make sure that the pictures of the dishes are actually the dishes you receive because let's face it most of the time when you see a picture of a meal on a menu it comes to the plate nothing like it mm. i mean i mean let's look at some of the big fast food restaurants you see a picture of a burger. It is lush. It's big. It's thick. By the time you buy it, you get a flat piece of shit in front of you <laughs> that tastes like it's been run over by a truck. I had a friend at school whose brother used to get free burgers out of this. Really? Because he would go into McDonald's and get his Big Mac. Mm. And and then he would go back to the counter afterwards. He would point at the picture that you've described. <laughs> he would hold up this limp soggy greasy mm. looking thing and he would say you're selling me this slop and you've got this picture and he caused such a fuss that they just give say right it's free off you go really yeah yeah just to get rid of him yeah they do that you know, whenever you buy a ready meal it doesn't look like it looks on the the label mm. never never and um, we'll talk about plates actually do you know there's a business uh where you can actually go and smash plates greece it's actually in tokyo oh and it's called the smashing place so if you're feeling rather you can go and you just pay whatever you pay for the hour or whatever and you just smash as many plates as you like i think that's a terrific idea the hour that's a lot that's a lot of smashed plates in an hour well it doesn't say how long you get Uh, i'm just assuming an hour would be a great amount of time 
to smash plates. They would be a good fun business. The bull in the china shop business. You get uh, you get to walk into like a set, not a real shop, like a made up pristine china shop. It's yeah. all it's all cheap shit though. It's fine. Yeah, and you get five minutes to go fucking nuts. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? There's a shop that we pass on a Sunday, isn't there? Well, after we finish the live show, mm. there's a shop we pass, and we always comment on the amount of shit that's in there. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do it in there. And they've never sold anything, have they? I've never seen anyone in there. I've never seen anyone serving anyone. Uh, but it's full of like all those really tacky trinkets, mm. over the top, uh, not ornate. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Crap. Yes, that's the <laughs> word I'm looking for. All that sort of over the top gold colours, dragons, colours, dragons. I, look, they look dreadful. I'd love to go in there for an hour and just break everything. Yeah, I would feel great about that. Um, I always had this idea, right? That if I was a very rich man, which I'm not, unfortunately, but if I was a very rich man, I would set up a business. And I haven't quite thought all this through. So, you know, there's still a lot of holes that need to be filled in this idea. That never stops us before. Let's say I'm a multi-multi-millionaire. What I'd like to do is people would apply to have me lend them a million pounds for, let's say, a year. But they're not allowed to spend the million. But it has to just sit in their bank account and then they get to keep the interest with a little bit of payback for interest for me. What? This doesn't make any sense. No, look, if I'm a really rich man, it's, it's more a, a, an altruistic uh, business, this. right? So if you're a poor bloke, right, and yeah. I'm a multi-multi-millionaire, you can apply to me, so I give you a million pounds, it just sits in a bank account for a year. But then think of the interest you will get on that. And all of that will be yours, except for a little percentage that I'll take back with my million. But if you were the astute businessman... You would keep that money in your account and have all that extra interest for yourself. But I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to, I'm trying to spread wealth. I'm trying to share it a little bit. Mm. I think that's a great idea because I, I, I would love to apply to somebody and have a million pounds. I suppose the temptation would be to spend it though, wouldn't it? I mean, there'd have to be a lot of legal stuff involved mm. because if you spent that million pounds, you're never going to be able to repay it, are you? Let's face it. And what would be your criteria for accepting people? Um, I don't know. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd love to help everyone, ideally. Uh, Here's a big one. Here's a big one. Ooh. <laughs> this is terrifying. This is a bit scary. This is absolutely ter- I don't know. I wish I had a bunker. It's a bit like being papped as well. It feels like every now and again there's this sort of bright flash in the room. It's great. And I don't really like storms. Don't you? I'm not a massive uh, fan. I always feel a little bit on edge. So You're I'm like li- our old dog. He used to piss itself and hide under the stairs whenever there was a storm. Yeah, well, in my, uh, in my youth, I was absolutely terrified of storms. <laughs> and I've, you know, and now I'm older, it, they don't bother me so much, but there's still an element of fear. I mean, there was a time where I would, as a child, I would hide under a table, go under the bed. <laughs> uh, I would, uh, and I was just getting over my fear. I was about six years old. I know we're off topic now, by the way. Yeah, completely. Uh, I was about six years old, and uh, I was sitting in the house that we're sitting in right now, by the way, mm-hmm. and a tree right opposite got struck by lightning. I've never heard noise like it. Absolutely scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> and uh, that put me back probably about six years. Yeah? Yeah, I was just about get, getting to deal with thunderstorms, and that happened. Why were you so scared? 
I don't know. It's just all the noise. Listen, it's all that <laughs> horrible noise and the light and everything. And then it goes dark. I mean, it's so dark now. Hmm. It's ridiculous. So it's the darkness, the flashing and the no- What isn't there to be scared of? <laughs> it's every element that you can be scared of is there. I suppose so. Anyway, where were we? What were we talking about? Um, I can't remember. Business ideas. That was it. Million pounds. <laughs> you're, not, you're not keen on the idea. Anyway, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I think I have uncovered possibly the greatest business idea ever. And I want to see if we can introduce it into the UK. It already exists in Australia and the United States. Okay. It's basically called it something along the lines of morning after made. <laughs> Nothing to do with a pill, is it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> basically, if you've had a bit of a party, uh, a bit of a real drinking session, and you wake up and you're feeling like absolute shit, the house is a mess, you can call these people in, they'll tidy up for you, they'll go out and get you whatever food you want, if you want a healthy breakfast, or if you just need a greasy old fry-up. That sounds uh, amazing. They'll clean up all the vomit if all your mates that have been sick everywhere around the house they'll clean that all up for you and there's little extra costs like if there is vomit there's an extra charge but I think that's fair enough like taxis have a vomit charge I think they do have a vomit charge I've never been sick in a taxi no thank god I've been with a friend who was very close to being sick in a taxi and that was my first thought I said don't be sick in a taxi because that's going to fucking cost me because he Mm. was so pissed there was no way he was going to be able to pay it no Luckily, I got him to be sick out the window of the cab. I bet the cabby loved that. I think we just about got away with it, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, he didn't charge us anything. And then we got to where we were going, and my mate was sick all over me. Lovely. So uh, I could do with a, a morning after maid. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. Oh, God. <laughs> we can't get through this. <laughs> this is ludicrous. <laughs> uh, so I just think that's a brilliant idea. Uh, it doesn't matter what sort of mess you've got. They can be there for hours. Obviously, the longer they're there, it costs you more. But when you're really hungover the morning after a big night, there's nothing worse than having to clean it all up, is there? No. I once had a party at my house, and um, the next morning I was having to clean it all up. I was so hungover, and I'd lost a spoon. <laughs> And uh, I knew that I'd probably thrown it in the bin right. off of some of the old plates. So I had to go through all the old bin bag. And do you know what the worst thing was? Uh, I've got a question already, but go on. <laughs> the worst thing was then having to come across the old prawn ring with oh. all bits of old prawn head sticking out of me. Oh, I was so sick. That's making me feel queasy. I'm and I can't, I can't look at a prawn now. <laughs> I can't look at a prawn's head. Now, uh, here's my question. Why were you so concerned about losing one spoon? Because I'm quite anal. I would have thought if I'd, if I was, if I'd, A, if I'd bothered to count my spoons at some point in my life, <laughs> um, I wouldn't, if I thought I'd lost one in the bin, I th- mm, I'm not going to go through all that. I'll leave that. Really? I'll, lo- I'll happily lose one spoon to not trudge through a load of crap. I mean, I've got a, a lovely cutlery set, okay? It all hangs on a little thing. There's eight knives, there's eight forks, there's eight dessert spoons. Now there's only seven teaspoons. Now, I don't know what happened to that lost teaspoon, and it does my fucking head in every time I see those bits of cutlery hanging there and there's one missing. But how and often do you why... have eight people round to drink tea? Uh, well, not very often, but I had a lot of people here that party night. Uh, that wasn't the day I lost the spoon, by the way, because I did recover the spoon right. that particular day. It's, you know, subsequently I've lost that spoon <laughs> and it's, it bugged me ever since because I don't know where I've lost it. So anyway, I had to go through all the bit. Now, if I could pay someone to do that, say, look, you know, there's a spoon somewhere, 
put your head down the old bin bag and find it for mm. me. I'd rather get someone to do that, and I wouldn't mind what I pay. That's that's what this business runs on. Basically, it sort of goes on the idea that if you're feeling so shitty the next day, you will pay whatever. Mm, I agree to get someone to come and do it, and you'd pay up to maybe. I mean, I think in Australia it can go up to something like two hundred dollars. Oh, that's a bit much. What's that in pounds? I don't know what that is in pounds. But I mean, let's say let's say a hundred quid. Mm. Would you pay a hundred quid on a Sunday morning? You've had a big Saturday night. You've had loads of people around. The house is a shithole. You feel like shit. If I was a very very rich man, I might really. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple of other business ideas uh, that I've noticed. Like here's a business, right? It's called a bed bug barrier. Bed bug barrier. Yeah. So okay. if you go to a hotel or a motel or a hostel or whatever, and you might fear that the bed is infested with bed bugs. Mm. I mean, I hate reading those things. They say the truth about the hotel rooms. I'd rather not know. Mm. You know, when they go is bliss. When they're going with those ultraviolet lights on the sheets. Don't not, do that. Don't show me that. Not interested. <laughs> anyway, one man's made a fo- he's made a fortune by inventing barriers to keep the bed bugs from biting and uh, they are little things that go underneath the legs of a bed and they uh, they trap the bed bugs as they attempt to crawl into the bed to bite the sleeper and he's made millions with that idea and mm. I think that's great I'd, I would I would take that everywhere I would buy that take it everywhere because I've never had bed bugs as far as I'm aware never been anywhere with bed bugs but it's always in the back of my mind sounds like a great idea uh, the other thing is uh, rent a chicken I ask with a heavy heart <laughs> Why would you rent a chicken? It's for people who are thinking of owning their own chickens, but aren't quite sure yet. So you can hire a chicken or two and look after it for a while and see whether that's something, whether it works for you or not. Is the unsure chicken owner really a, a, a untapped market? Well, rent a chicken is a business that seems to be working, making money apparently. So, so why not? And let's face it. Shall we do next week's shite-sized chunk from a, from a volcano? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, or, or an air show. Somewhere that's a little bit quieter than, than the storm that's raging outside. This could be the end of the fucking world. Imagine if we're recording this and this is the last thing that, that's ever done. In the, you know, that's out there in the ether. This. Wouldn't this. that be depressing? God, yeah, in a thousand years' time when some creature has made its way back to life and it uncovers some MP3 files somewhere and it goes, oh, this was one of the last things hum- the human race did. What was it? Oh, it was a couple of cunts talking about chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it going to tell them about the human race? Nothing, is it? It's ridiculous. Anyway, where what was I we? saying? <laughs> um, what if the chicken dies on your watch? Um, Do you get to eat it? Because you've got to work out what's cheaper, renting a chicken or buying a chicken for dinner. Because if renting the chicken's cheaper... You can just rent a chicken, kill it. I mean, you've got to prove it's died of natural causes, presumably. Hmm. I mean, if you rent a chicken and it dies on your watch, you've then got to report that to the company that's rented it to you. Hmm. And they're going to say, well, how did it die? Well, unfortunately, it ran near a cleaver. And, <laughs> and its head flew off. Yeah. It's bizarre. And, uh, then it ran into the oven and uh, cooked for three hours at 180 degrees. And uh, then came out with stuffing and roast potato. Oh, it was a tragedy. Mm. It was awful. Uh, they, they might say, hmm, <laughs> do you know, you might have to pay more for that chicken now. Whereas if it was to die of natural causes. So what I'd do is if, if that was my reason for renting a chicken, I think I'd have to spend the time trying to scare it to death that was a particularly cruel way of doing it I mean it's cruel enough to kill it for food anyway but just just to scare it to death <laughs> yeah but I mean then when I phone rent a chicken and I say well you know unfortunately old Clucky's dead and they say well how did Clucky die I don't know he just he just killed over hmm. you know he, he grabbed his little chicken breast and fell over and uh, and they'll say oh it sounds like a heart attack what they don't know is of course I spent the whole time going Clucky Clucky <laughs> 
right in its face <laughs> yeah. until, it, yeah, until it just killed over and died. It's one way to spend an afternoon, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> and that's it for Shite Size Chunks this week. Don't forget you can get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trevor Ben. And join us for the live show every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 on CroydonRadio.com. Trevor Ben's Shite Size Chunks.